Hi everyone, I'm Ken Anderson. Welcome to this edition of the Southern Sports Legends Audio Podcast. We really appreciate you joining us on the audio podcast, and we also hope you'll visit our YouTube channel, Southern Sports Legends YouTube channel, because many of the audio interviews that you hear on the podcast were originally produced as television interviews, so you'll be able to see the video of those on our YouTube channel. Just go to the YouTube world and search Southern Sports Legends channel, and you'll be able to find us there. Hey, thanks for joining us. Southern Sports Legends is all about simply having great conversations with our Southern sports heroes and legends. As we walk down memory lane, keep our Southern sports history alive, we love with these folks to relive the big plays, the big games, their careers. You'll know their stats, you'll know their names, but I really think you will hear stories and memories on Southern sports legends that you probably have never heard before. So hope you will come back often to the audio podcast, the YouTube video channel, Southern Sports Legends channel. Like us, share us, follow us, subscribe to us so you'll get notifications when we post new and updated interviews as well. So hope you will join us on this Southern Sports Legends experience. We also want you to be a part of it. If you have a Southern sports hero that you've followed your entire life, just shoot us an email with that name, southernsportslegends at gmail.com. Email address is southernsportslegends at gmail.com. Send us your favorite Southern sports hero's name, maybe some of the memories you have of their, their career. We will make all efforts to try to locate that person, set up a good audio podcast interview, and share that with you and on the audio podcast. So you'll have a personal connection with Southern sports legends. Now on this edition of the audio podcast, we're going to play a little college and NBA basketball. We're going to walk down memory lane with a college basketball legend as well as an NBA basketball legend from Mississippi State University. His name is Bailey Howell. If you're a college and NBA basketball fan, you will well know that name. Bailey Howell was a six foot seven rebounding machine forward at Mississippi State from 1955 through 59. In college, what a successful career this guy had. Of course, back in those days, you didn't play on the varsity team your freshman season. So in his three varsity seasons, sophomore through senior, Bailey led the Bulldogs to a 64-14 record. His career averages of 27.1 points and 17 rebounds a game. I said that right, folks. 17 rebounds a game. Uh, both were school records at the time. In his senior season, 58-59, Mississippi State finished 24-1, won the SEC championship with a 13-1 record, and Bailey averaged 27.5 points and 15.2 rebounds a game his senior year. In both 58 and 59 junior and senior seasons, Bailey was awarded the SEC's Most Valuable Player Award, and in 59, he was first-team AP All-American. So a tremendously successful college basketball career for Bailey Howell, both individually and as a team for Mississippi State. The one negative aspect to his college basketball career at Mississippi State. As we all know, the late 50s, early 60s were very tense times in America and in the South in particular racially. Mississippi State forfeited its possible NCAA tournament bids during Bailey's tenure due to the state of Mississippi's unwritten policy to not play integrated basketball teams. So a very sad time in Mississippi sports history. And Bailey has been quoted many times as saying it was the biggest disappointment of his basketball career to not be able to play on that national level, that national NCAA tournament level, 
during his college basketball days. But his basketball career continues. He's drafted number two overall into the NBA in 1959, drafted by the Detroit Pistons. He's had a 12-year NBA career, very successful. He's probably best known for his days with the Boston Celtics, 66 through 70, playing with the likes of Bill Russell. Bob Cousy, John Havlicek, all of those legendary guys with the Celtics. He won two NBA championships with the Celtics, and he was a six-time NBA All-Star. So Bailey Howell had a tremendous college and NBA professional basketball career. Well, in the early 2000s, I was producing television programming covering the SEC football and basketball seasons. In 2007, my co-host of the basketball program was former Mississippi State head basketball coach Richard Williams. Had a very successful run in the 1990s with the Bulldogs, led the Bulldogs to the Final Four in 1996. So Richard, Coach Williams, was my co-host on the basketball programs covering the SEC. 2007, we're in Startville, Mississippi, covering a Mississippi State basketball game. Prior to the game that afternoon, we go over to Bailey Howell's house. He was living in Startville and uh, set up and have a great one-on-one conversation between two great basketball minds and legends. So if you're a college basketball fan or NBA fan, it doesn't matter. If you're a basketball fan, I think you'll really enjoy this conversation between two basketball greats, Bailey Howell walking down memory lane of his college and NBA days with former Mississippi State head basketball coach Richard Williams. Hope you enjoy. Bailey, talk about your time at Mississippi State, playing for the great, legendary coach, Babe McCarthy, uh, and you were such a great player at Mississippi State. Talk about Mississippi State when you were there and how that compares with college basketball today. Well, of course, one big, cha- one big difference is the three-point shot. Uh, we, don't ha- we didn't have it back in those days. We didn't have a shot clock either, so uh, the game was quite a bit different, but the f- the baskets were the same size and the floor was the same size. And to play winning basketball, you know, you had to, you had to be skilled in the fundamentals and you had to be competitive. You know, if you're not competitive, they, you're going to get blown away. Was, was there more passing in basketball when you were playing than today? Uh, today's game seems to be, uh, sometimes it's all about me, uh, the guy with the ball, and look at what I did. Uh, did, did you have those kinds of things going on when you were playing? Well, yeah, we, we had some guys that liked to shoot the ball. <laughs> you weren't one of those, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, uh, basketball, of course, is a team game. And if you're not out there together, focused, uh, trying to accomplish the same goals, you know, then uh, uh, it's going to be very difficult for you to win. But uh, with a three-point shot today, I think the game is, is, not, is, is not as much uh, variety in the game today as it was when I played. Do you like the three-point shot? I, I don't like it at all. I think it's a real cheap three points. Uh, you see, uh, <clears throat> the game gets to be so stereotyped. Uh, if a team is coming on a break and they got the numbers, four on three, three on two or whatever, you don't see a nice passing and cutting to the hoop and a a layup. Uh, You see the guys pulling up behind the three-point line, spotting up and 
and they throw it to one who's open and he shoots. I guess that's one of the things that you regret though is is winning the na- the, the conference championship 58-59 and yeah. didn't get to compete in the national tournament. Yeah, that, that had was, to be a big disappointment. Sure was, sure was. But you know, like you can't dwell on things like that. You got to go on. Yeah. And um, my basketball wasn't over for guys well, that's, that's that their basketball sure. was over. It was you know. It had to be really tough for them. It was tough enough knowing that I could, I was planning on, you know, playing many more years. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and you still hold all the rebounding records at Mississippi State, which I'm sure you're aware of, uh, that you you study that record book sometimes to to make sure nobody's breaking those records. How did? How I wish did, somebody would. <laughs> how did guys get so many rebounds? Well, the game was different. Uh, you know, it was played often closer to the basket. By that I mean uh, the three-point shot today. You take a three-point shot, if you miss it, it's, it's liable to rebound way back out 15 feet from the, from the basket. Mm-hmm. And the guys underneath the basket, it's going to bounce back over their head. So there's less opportunities for rebounds in today's game, I think, because of that. Also, the foul uh, situation was a little different. You had more opportunities to get rebounds uh, off of missed foul shots. But uh, the big thing about uh, 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 getting a lot of rebounds is you've got to go and make the effort to get to the board. And if you shoot the ball and then become a spectator and see if it's going to go in, uh, you're not going to get the rebound if you miss it. So I know I work very hard on learning to shoot the ball and follow my shot. And it might mess up some people's accuracy who hasn't practiced that or worked on it, but you can work on it and shoot just as well following your shot as you can just becoming a spectator after you shoot. So that's uh, very, I see very few college guys really uh, pound the board, especially after they shoot. Would you considered in your era uh, a big time jumper? does rebounding depend on being able to really jump up over the rim like these guys do now? Well, certainly it helps, you know. Yeah. I'd say I was an adequate jumper, but position is a big thing. Well, I was drafted by the Detroit Pistons uh, in the first round. They had the second pick that year, and uh, Cincinnati had the first pick, and Cincinnati's said that we want to draft you, but we, you know, uh, uh, the whole league was struggling. Detroit had money, their owner had money, but Cincinnati did not. Cincinnati's, so they said, what do you have to have to play for us if we draft you? And I said, well, I've got to have at least $15,000 for the year. (laughs) For the year? Not per game, for the year. For the year. Uh, Jerry West and myself both scored our 10,000 point in the same game. Did you really? Yeah. But I, he was a year behind me, I think. So he, he scored at a little more rapid pace than I did. But 10,000 career points, same night as Jerry West. Uh-huh. Same game as Jerry West. Right. He, that is a, a good trivia question. Yeah. I think most people, I know most people of, of my era and most Mississippi State people, when they think of Bailey Howell in the NBA, they think of Bailey Howell in the Boston Celtics right. and, and the world championship teams. Uh, you played for Red Arback? 
Well, actually, I only played for him during all at some all-star games. And then Bill Russell. But Bill Russell, when I was traded to Boston, Bill Russell was a player coach. Player coach. He had been named a player coach that summer. Red had retired that spring, and uh, so they said, Russell, who do you want to be the next coach? We know you might not play for very many different people. Who would you play for? He said he would only play for Frank Ramsey, nobody else. Well, Frank Ramsey wasn't interested in coming back. Uh, you know, he had been a, a good player with the Celtics for years, but he was retired, and he wasn't interested in coming back and coaching. So they said, well, we'll just make Bill the player coach. <laughs> Maybe this is your first championship team, 1967-68 with the Boston Celtics. Tell us a little bit about going into the playoffs that year. Well, uh, we uh, had beaten Philadelphia in the Eastern Finals, and uh, <clears throat> the two starting forwards for the Celtics, myself and Tom Sanders, and Tom Sanders was sort of the defensive specialist, and I was expected to score. And I played the whole game, really, you know. I mean, not all the minutes, but produce on both ends of the floor. And uh, <clears throat> Tom normally guarded the best player on the other team. That meant he would be guarding Elgin Baylor. And, uh, but we needed more offense in the game, and Tom wasn't that good of a scorer, so Russell had started starting Havlicek in Tom's place. But Elgin was such a threat, uh, I kind of uh, sensed that Russell might decide to start Havlicek in my place <laughs> and let Tom Sanders guard Elgin Baylor. So I went to Russell and I said, Russell, I'd like to guard Elgin in this next series. <laughs> uh, at practice, if we were late, we would get fined per minute. I can't remember how much it was, but it, it was, uh, you didn't want to give that money up, you know. So, uh, but Bill was a player coach, so as player, as a player, he should be on time too, you know, although he didn't practice. <laughs> Wait a minute, he didn't practice? No, he didn't practice. he didn't practice. Once he got in condition uh, for the season, he didn't practice anymore the rest of the year. Uh, and But anyway, uh, it, he would come in late. And so we were getting fined if we were late, but he was not. So we finally got him to agree that the time, the clock didn't start uh, uh, up on us being late until after Bill got there. It's <laughs> <laughs> for Russell time. <laughs> Russell time, right. You asked me a moment ago what was one, uh, some games maybe I remember of my pro career. Well, there's so many games, it's hard to remember. But I guess one of the things I would be proudest of is that on a couple of occasions in my career in pro ball, I got over 30 rebounds in a game. One of those games was against Wilt. Oh my goodness! So, and with Wilt out there, that you wouldn't think there's a lot of rebounds floating around. You, you know, were, you were managing to get in there somewhere and get right. some. I mean, I was chasing that ball. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on this edition of the Southern Sports Legends Audio Podcast. Also, hope you will go to our YouTube channel because. Many of these audio interviews were originally produced as television interviews, so on the YouTube channel, Southern Sports Legends, you'll be able to see the video of many of these audio podcast interviews. If you like what you see and hear, hope you will like, 
follow, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as our audio podcast, and you'll get notifications when we post new interviews or archived interviews on the YouTube channel and as an audio podcast. So really appreciate your input and your involvement in Southern Sports Legends. If you have a Southern Sports hero that you'd love to hear a great audio interview walk down memory lane with, shoot us an email, southernsportslegends at gmail.com. Give us your hero's name, some memories that you have of their careers, and we'll make all efforts to contact that person, set up a great audio podcast walk down memory lane conversation so you will have a personal connection with Southern Sports Legends. Hey, thanks for being a part. We really appreciate your involvement. I'm Ken Anderson, and we will see you next time on Southern Sports Legends. Mm-hmm.